How often do you perceive that your fears are paralyzing you? They do not let you move forward and you sometimes even feel you're missing opportunities. Maybe you have already been able to overcome difficult situations in your life and yet you're afraid of everyday situations that you're not being able to face. I am Maho Gandini, professional ontological coach and today in Coaching Capsules we talk, reflect and face our own fears. What is fear? When do we feel afraid? Fear is an emotion that usually gets a bad press. Now fear takes place in a situation where we perceive a threat. If I'm walking along the street and suddenly a thief points at me with a gun, I will definitely get scared because it's not just a threat itself. I also feel I do not have the resources to face it. And that's what is interesting about fear. It is a warning signal that tells us that there is a lack of balance between the threat and the resources we count with to face it. When we believe we have the necessary resources to face a situation, we are not afraid. Imagine if you have to make a presentation at work for a team you have never met before, or make a proposal to a new client. Any of these two situations could be considered a threat, because both are actually new situations. But truth is that if you have enough resources, you won't feel afraid because the threat and the resources you have are balanced. Now, if the threat exceeds the resources that you perceive you count with, fear will definitely arise. And here's the moment when we make our first mistake, to think that the problem is the fear itself. But it is this fear that is warning us that there is a problem which is very different. Think about it this way. Fear is like the red light on a car dashboard. If you're driving and a red light turns on, it is a warning signal that there is something wrong with a the car. Therefore, it helps us identify the problem so that we can solve it. If you're driving and the red fuel light turns on, we already know that we will soon need to stop and fill up the tank. If we, are, if we start driving and we see that the red handbrake light is on, we will release the handbrake and continue driving. Now pay attention to this. We do know how to identify the meaning of each red light on the dashboard and we also know what to do in each case. Now fear is like the red light on the dashboard that warns us that there is something wrong. The problem is that in our daily life, many times we cannot identify what we are afraid of, and we have never learned what to do with our fears or how to deal with them. As a teacher, I've come across many students that were afraid of exams. After inquiring, I realized that the problem was not the test itself. The underlying threat was the consequences students had to face when they did not get the results they expected, or even when they failed. For example, in some cases, it was their parents who told them that if, had, if they had not achieved such mark or had failed, it was because they had not prepared themselves properly, they had not done the necessary amount of work required, or simply they were, they were not smart enough to sit for it. And what then caught my attention 
was that this same situation happened with adults too. And it was not only with academic exams, but also when life puts us to the test. The fear of failure, of making decisions, of facing new challenges is connected to this idea that if we don't get the results we expect, or even if we fail, it is definitely due to the lack of effort, not being good at something, or even not being smart enough to make it work. What could happen if when the red light turns on, we get really mad and we start hitting the dashboard or even shout at it? Well, that seems silly. We would never do so. What would happen if when the red light turns on, we simply disregard the signal? Imagine we see the red fuel light on and we do not pay attention to it. Probably our car will stop halfway. However, even if we would never get mad at the dashboard light or we would never ignore a warning signal, sometimes we do take these attitudes when dealing with our own fears. We don't want to think about them. We don't want to feel afraid. We even get angry with ourselves for being afraid. Or we simply pretend there is no such fear in us. We should never ever ignore or underestimate fear. Because as we have already said, Fear is warning us that we are perceiving a threat and we do not have enough resources to deal with it. It is important to mention that the resources we count with are not the same for all people. So in the same situations, there are people who will feel afraid while others won't. Careful with what you think. There is no unjustified or absurd fear. On the other hand, courage is not the absence of fear but the confidence in the resources we have to face a challenge or threat. The key question is, what do we do with our fears? Is it possible never to feel afraid? Well, it could happen if you never experience or if you're never exposed to situations where the threat and the resources are imbalanced. An example would be those people who never take any risks, do not change jobs, do not put an end to a toxic relationship. Those kind of people who do not dare make any changes so as not to face their own fears. In some other cases, when somebody has been mocked at for being afraid of something, they decide to numb their fears. When this is the case, they do not perceive the warning signal that fear produces and therefore they move forward as if nothing could happen, without checking if they count with the necessary resources. What is the result? Let's go back to the example of the car we have mentioned before. If we cover the lights on the dashboard so as to avoid seeing them, we may hit the road without enough fuel, we could go at great speed with the door open, or even without our seatbelt on. The same happens when we number fears. We do not measure the resources we count with, and therefore, in more than one opportunity, we stop halfway or end up smashed in a sharp bend on the road of life. What happens, on the other hand, when in a specific situation we were afraid of not being able to carry out a certain activity and then we realized that we could do so? What happened? Maybe we did count with the necessary resources, but we didn't know it. And here's another key element. Not only do we need to have the necessary resources, 
but we also need to be able to tell them apart. There is nobody as helpless as the ones who are unaware of their own potential. How do I recognize my own resources? Well, the first thing is focus on your strengths. Ask others to also identify the strengths, qualities, positive aspects that they perceive in you. These are the tools that will allow us to make to face our fears. Because, let me warn you, threats will turn up all the time. You will always be facing new challenges, uncertainties, unexpected situations. It is important to know that we count with these resources to solve any upcoming situation. Let's just recap. What do we do with our fears then? First, when fear arises, it is important not to ignore it. What's more, listen to it carefully. That means, listen to yourself. Fear is an extremely valuable warning signal. Secondly, clearly identify what the real threat is. Do you remember what we said about exams? Thirdly, identify what resources you have and which ones you're still lacking. And this is really useful. In order to overcome your fears, you must, you must first focus on the resources that you count with. Otherwise, if you focus on what you're still missing, your fears may paralyze you. Finally, encourage yourself to think, what am I losing if I don't face up to this fear? Let me share the story of an Australian nurse who for many years took care of people who suffered from terminal diseases or needed palliative care. She compiled the top five deathbed regrets and published them in her book, The Top Five Regrets of the Dying. Do you know what the first regret was about? I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others, others expected of me. Why is it that those people couldn't live up to their true self? There may be multiple factors, but for sure, one is definitely fear. From now on, validate your fears, listen to them, add any resources you need and face the threats. Focus on your fears and think what you're going to do so that, so that in your deathbed you won't regret what you haven't done just for being afraid. I truly hope that this coaching capsule helps you, inspires you to learn more about your resources, heals you, provides you with more tools or just accompanies you in times of need. Don't be afraid of your fears. Allow them to be the priceless alarm signal that tells you what you need to solve in order to move forward in your life. Thanks for listening and being there for me too. Until our next episode.